Okay, what's what's the Konami cheat code? Up, up, up down, down. Oh, yeah, that would be great. That'd be no, no, awesome. No, but here's the thing, though. Every beer is one of the sequences. So you, oh, get, one, what, you get the entire can. So one beer is just called Up. Yeah. And then I guess another beer is called also Up. <laughs> okay. So you have to have two of that one. So that's fine. Adult beverages are poured. The kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming. It's a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have an 8-year-old and a 5-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old. It's a show that tries to focus on showing that just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over. And, and with that, we've been trying real hard for so many episodes to do so. We are now at episode 297, and with 300 coming up, we decided to do something special, a celebration, a thank you for all of the great dads that have written in, that listened to us, that have suggested beers and games and everything else in between. And just to mark the momentous occasion, we are doing a special episode 300 giveaway. Specifically, what we're going to be doing is we're going to give away Baldur's Gate 3. We're going to choose one lucky entry from everybody who enters in. Completely free. We will ship it to you or get your code, however, by whatever means. But we are giving away Baldur's Gate 3, recognition of episode 300. All the details are going to be on our Twitter. Find tw- find us on Twitter, at New Dad Gaming. Uh, we'll have a pinned tweet that explains it. But specifically, what we're looking to do is there will be a giveaway thread on our Twitter that again, they'll have the rules on it, but find that thread. All you have to do to enter is like it, retweet it slash repost it. And most importantly, take we, what we'd like you to do is to take a photo of you watching the show. So find an episode, latest one, whichever one you like. Uh, take a screenshot of you watching the show and then re- post to reply to that giveaway thread on Twitter. So once again, go to Twitter. Find our Twitter page at New Dad Gaming. There'll be a pinned thread with this giveaway. Take a photo of you watching, the listening to the episode. Post it inside the replies. Like and retweet slash repost that thread. And that's it. You're entered. At the for episode 300, we'll announce the winner uh, after contacting them. And unless, of course, it takes a bit of time, if in case you're new dad vacationing, whatever else. (laughs) But on the show, we will announce it. And again, just as recognition for it, really excited to give it away. You nervous about getting uh, 300, Jeff? You feeling old? I I am feeling old. Like, this really dates us. (laughs) Like, that's a lot of years that we've been doing this. The best part is that we timed it with my first. So it's like, how old are you? Well, it's like, okay, well, my first is... (laughs) That's that's what I live for. You're you're aging your kids with the show. So we just like yeah, we've been here for eight years. Eight years. So yeah. everybody, thanks for listening. Again, check us out on Twitter, find the giveaway at New Dad Gaming. Cannot wait to get this started. Really excited to have this awesome giveaway. Now, what a great thing to talk about. What a great segue. Baldur's Gate three taking the world by storm. It is so much positivity. It is the highest reviewed video game of all time and not just a a highly reviewed game the highest reviewed game of all time and i don't think i can ever play it (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know how you're feeling. What, what What's your reaction to the game, to the response, and just to the magnitude of what this game represents for a gaming dad? I think you said it right there with a the magnitude because it does look a little bit overwhelming <laughs> for the amount of stuff that you can do in this game and just like the breadth of the content that's available. And mm. the developer, Larian Studios, who's done Divinity Original Sin, I've played both of those. And uh, the content is just never ending. Like it's all good content. You're allowed to do pretty much anything. But Baldur Gate 3 just seems to continue that trend and offer even more so how am i supposed to do this as a gaming dad are we supposed to take vacation and maybe you know do at least eat away at this game chip away at it so we can see the ending or you know give it a shot and then drop it and come back i don't know i don't does this game even have an end like is it is it diablo 4 like in that it's a season or is it very much a you play you beat it like good I think job it, i think there's an end i think there's a story end Okay. That happens, and then you usually just like re-roll your character and go through again, doing a whole bunch of different choices, and then like you see things see. that you didn't your first run. Okay, so it's a it's a big big game with a huge amount of replayability. Yeah, that's yeah. totally for us, right? Oh yeah, just like going <laughs> to play this, just going to play this one nonstop. I, I I have longingly looked afar at like Dungeons and Dragons, and even this type of game. Uh, Darn, what was the one? Can Pillars of Eternity. I yes. Like, I, yep. I dipped into a bit and just loved it. And, and one of the, the worst parts about it is the entire time playing, I'm like, if only I was younger. <laughs> if only this game came up when I didn't have such life responsibilities. Uh, but it, at the same time, so there is this mixed emotion around it. Because on the one side, I'm so happy that this thing exists. I'm so happy to see a smaller-ish studio Mm-hmm. succeed so wildly and receive this kind of acclaim and just that that, that this thing exists but it it's tempered with this <laughs> realization i don't think i can ever actually play it it's it, yeah, yeah i'm there with you because it's one of those things where like i'm having a little bit of fomo like yeah i kind of want to dive into this everybody's talking about it. it's the brand new thing right and that's why we're giving it away and it's it's one of those things that i do want to experience i just d- don't know at, at what point and if divinity original sin is any example for me I am horrible with choices and decision making. <laughs> like, like it'll present you with a whole bunch of options, just even the dialogues and creating your characters and all that stuff. And I'm horrible at it. I'm like, there's so it's a blank canvas and you have that blank canvas syndrome. You're like, well, what do I do? What mm-hmm. do I want to look like? Do I want to paint myself into a corner and be this person for the entire game or no? And then like, I hear about people re-rolling all the time. I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. <laughs> That's another choice. <laughs> like, I recall like I was watching the... I was trying to catch some Twitch streamers playing it, and I was going through the replay, the replays of it, not yeah, live. Yeah. <laughs> and every, it's like, oh, okay, well, they're just building their character. I'll just skip ahead an hour <laughs> and see where they got to. Is oh, still no, there? They're, yeah. They're still, <laughs> at that point, they're just like tweaking the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't even begun the game yet. Yeah. It's like, man, that's just the beginning of it. They have, they have not. They are just choosing what the guy looks like, let alone any of the play. Yeah, absolutely, and. and I will say for a lot of these games, when I do decide and make those little choices and stuff, I I play as like myself as like a father. <laughs> like, oh my like, word! Do you what? mean like like it's no, role like, play, Jeff? <laughs> your day to day is dad's. This I, is your escape, dude. I understand. Like like my character doesn't have any kids, so like the character okay. is the fantasy to me. But like 
when I'm again posed with those decisions, I'm not doing the chaotic evil stuff. I'm being the good person. I'm be like, oh, oh well, okay. I will save the person, you know, from a <laughs> untimely death. I'm not gonna let them die. Like I, I want to see them again. That's great. All right, so that's a that's slightly different from where I thought you were going with it, which is thankful. I thought it was like <laughs> Jeff. What's the name of your character? My my character's name is Geoff. Jeff. Geoff. Geoff's yeah. a, a a granddad. He has three kids. <laughs> that's that's my role playing. Imagine if I had another one. Right. <laughs> the fantasy is that he has all the time in the world to take on these quests. <laughs> yeah, he can do. He can go to the store without being pestered by his his three encumbered kids. That's right. Encumbered. No. I'm over encumbered. Yeah. Over encumbered with kids. See, I'll say that the one challenge I've often had with morality systems is it's just ludicrously black and white. Where oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, there's not a lot of nuance to it, or where you can kind of make some wiggle room decisions. It's more about would you like this poor old woman approaches you on the street? Would you like to give her a loaf of bread, or <laughs> would you like to punch her in the face? It's like. <laughs> It's like, why would I just punch a one? It's like, well, if you want to be evil, you got to punch that grandma. Yeah, like, yeah. I guess. I guess. That's that's sort of a hard turn just to be evil. It, yeah, it is. And sometimes the dialogue options don't match what the character ends up doing. So you yeah. like just dismiss the old lady and like, I don't know, your character will trip them or something. You're like, no, that's not <laughs> what I wanted to do. Get one backhand. <laughs> It's like, well, that is a dismiss, but come on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it's intense. I don't know. I, again, I look at this game of uh, uh, from way back here, like you are. I'm like, I do want to jump in at one point. I do want to experience it, but it will yeah. be. It'll be a lot. Do you, Do you think your kids would be into it? Would this be one that you could experience with your kids? I think definitely they'd be, and I think my oldest will is getting into this kind of stuff where it's a little bit more of a deeper game. Your mm. choices make you know, the world good or bad and they, they affect the gameplay. I think he's starting to get into that, which is good to see. Like that's a little bit more of a sophisticated game over what he's used to. So definitely, yeah, he'll he'll okay. be into it. Yeah, I'm kind of curious of it as a bonding experience. Although the or the... not, or not, if like we play together and, and he's off doing all this other random stuff and throwing that old lady off a cliff, like maybe yeah. it'll be a problem. I don't Punch. know. Punch the grandma, dad. No, I raised you better than this. Punch the grandma, yeah, dad. Exactly, yeah. Uh, a test. If anything, it'd just be the time sink. It's like, do you want to play with your kid for 80 plus hours for the first that, playthrough? That's true. School's coming up too. Be like, no homework. We got homework in this world yeah. where we need to go to Baldur's Gate. So come on. Okay, I'm taking a, I'm taking off two weeks from work. You're going to take yeah. two weeks off from school. <laughs> We're going to power through, get these guys ready to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So if any gaming dads have dipped into this one, besides entering to win it in our contest, reach out to us. Let us know how the playthrough is going and if you've managed it at newdadgaming.com. Now, you mentioned your kid getting into kind of larger, grander scale gaming. And Baldur's Gate is actually based upon fairly, I don't know, rigorously is not the right word, but closely tied to Dungeons and & Dragons. And yeah. it would seem that you've started to... I said, "What's right? You you've rolled an eight. <laughs> it's it's your move. It's, it's your move yeah. turn, and you've moved six towards playing some D and D with your family." Yeah, that's right. Uh, my thirteen year old decided out of their own kind of volition. They they came up in the one of the bookstores, and they had in their hands the D and D essentials kit. And I've mentioned this on our Twitter a long time ago, where we were looking at trying to jump in, and you know what 
what's the best way because it is quite overwhelming just the game itself we were talking about Baldur's Gate being overwhelming Dungeons and Dragons is very much like where do I begin and yeah they have starter kits and essential kits and scenario kits so we kind of researched a little bit more and he ended up buying the essential kit and brought it home was all excited paid with his own money and his gift cards wow unpacked it all and then you could see the like the look like the eyes kind of glaze over a little bit and like he's really interested in doing it he really just wants to jump in but i'm like Mm. no no no. you have to read this whole scenario book so you understand not not even the whole thing but like the first little bit so you know where the story's going because you're you're kind of crafting this you are the storyteller you're the dm right Mm -hmm. so he understands like the role that he has to play and he wants to lead it Mm. i'm like well i can't help you in the scenario book otherwise i know the story and i will make choices that are a little bit biased like i already know what's going to happen right and i don't want to do that we need to start as this is a true game right Mm -hmm. but you could tell like as a 13 year old with adhd (laughs) like he was interested in this thing but he doesn't want to like learn it all at once he wants to just like like let's wing it let's Let's go let's go let's go (laughs) i'm like well there's this second book it's all the rules (laughs) oh my lord and there's a character (laughs) class creation like you have to understand all this stuff right and then i do and i don't know any of this stuff so i'm trying to read the rule book and he has to read the scenario book and the rule book and then he's asking me questions i'm like okay so this is my one and only time where i'll say go watch some youtube videos because like Daddy doesn't know. Daddy's trying to find out on YouTube how to play this game as well. And we're kind of starting from beginning, both of us, which is good. I think a like bonding experience and stuff, mm. but it, it is, it's a lot, man. I don't have this kind of time anymore. And like we were talking about again, time for a video game of this nature. I, I have to re I have to do my own homework to try and figure out how to do this. And I think once you get going, it's not that difficult, but I don't know, jumping into something new, I don't know how you feel, but like it's just like, it can be a lot when you have a lot going yeah. on in your life. I've, I've had such a, much like Baldur's Gate, like it's always adoration from afar, where yeah. I, I listen to podcasts, uh, it's like Critical Role, uh, Dungeons and Daddies, I've mentioned a few times here, which for gaming dads is just, now that you're getting into this, Jeff, you need to subscribe to Dungeon and Daddies. I think I do. It is absolutely hilarious like like four like legitimate actors and a seasoned DD uh dungeon master role play as four dads lost their kids in the forgotten realms you have to go save them it's just like it's so zany and stupid and fun especially now in this context you're especially going to get it yeah so this is the type of stuff i listen to some i'm right here into it my largest problem has just been again much like Baldur's gate it's just time commitment everything else so, so i am like crazy excited to hear about if you, you can like get the family in and get your kids started on it and like just have kind of family games like that is amazing the yeah just like it i would be I, I suppose with i have some familiarity in it that i feel like i'd have a kind of a shorter jump to it i do wonder if there's something in between so the, the one bit of dnd yeah that i was able to dip into was with damien or damien which was a the VR version, which is a very simplified version of it. There's like four scenarios. There's not a lot of storytelling. It's just playing. I think, for instance, you could look into, I think, Gloomhaven, yep. which is a tabletop RPG. There's not so much of like the story um, nuance to it. It's more just situational. You are six away from here. Roll this to try to attack them. So as a because I think one of the one of the strengths and weaknesses of Dungeons and Dragons is the narrative, like the storytelling elements, like... I'm going to try to convince him by doing this 
and then that dungeon master has to be like that's a stupid idea <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's not how this would work yeah so we have dipped into gloomhaven jaws of the lion which is kind of like a mini version of gloomhaven mm-hmm. and the kids kind of like doing that but again it was very scenario story driven everything's spelled out for you and you just go through the scenario right with my 13 year old i'm either gonna get what did you do at school uh nothing and that goes into dnd right like you want to sneak by a castle and you're like oh nothing happens or i get the other end of the spectrum where it's super detailed minecraft all these like stats about what everything does Blah, blah, blah. And that's in D&D where I snuck past the castle, but there was an ant that crawled up your leg and the ant was a red ant that was from South America and these oh, specific ones. Do you know what I mean? Like that like yeah. talking kind of description, three pages long thing. So I'm very interested in where it can go. Mm. And uh, uh, I mentioned on the show again, my 13-year-old created their own game, right? And they kind of have yeah. that narrative. But... Where does it go? Where's the happy medium? Because he wants everyone to kind of fail, right? Yeah. It's more about the challenge and stuff. Like, no, no, no. You have to make it fun and string people along. Like, nobody wants to just die and restart. Is he dead set on being the DM? Like, would this be a scenario where you, perhaps, perhaps for the first game, could be DM and kind of lead them through to say, like, this is sort of how it's done? I think I will, because I kind of mentioned that. Like, let me take scenario one. At least that I get to learn it as well. And then I can kind of craft the the way I think it can run and be a little bit descriptive and then allow people to survive the first tutorial kind of area. And then he can take over because it yeah. is his. He bought it and I think he really wants to own it. So I don't want to take that yeah. away from him, but I do want to guide, like you said. I want to guide the DM yeah, into yeah. a good DM. <laughs> It just feels like going from never playing it <laughs> yeah, into yeah. being the DM is a that's a heck of a jump yeah. for anybody. And at least again, you have some foundation in some of like the gaming mechanics, if you would, that you might be able to <laughs> better lead them. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping. And again, I'll report back, and maybe this is a huge success and a gateway into other things, or maybe it's just we critical fail the role <laughs> and we didn't pass the check. Let's let's just play. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3, son. Forget it. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> just go in here and we'll learn from this game. Maybe that's how I sell it, right? Hmm. We just buy it as like, hey, this is research. This is homework for what yeah, you want to yeah. do. So, so one thing I've been very interested in, so as I mentioned, like I want to, I've so badly wanted to play, uh, but just can't. Yeah. I've never been able to I like connect you. the dots to get it to happen, right? So what I have heard of was a website called Roll20. So Roll20.net. And with it, you can just play a game. And so there's, there's just a whole bunch of groups you'll connect, I guess, digitally. I think there is also a software component that you can use. There's various like software ones where you can all be on the same board and kind of seeing the same thing and chatting. Um, as best as I understand, like, there's a whole bunch of... So there's something called like one shots where it's like, okay, we're going to get in. We're going to play for three hours and that's it. Like we're just like going to introduce each other, play, get out. Wow. Okay. Uh, there is like no we're gonna play once a week like we're gonna work together and build a narrative for the next like <laughs> four months to 18 years however long it's gonna last right yeah so as, as best i've seen that it is a it's an opportunity for dads i think if you're able to carve out some decent time unfortunately like you still have the dad risk where kid wakes up in the middle of the night you got to go do your duties but yeah at very least it seems like a way to start to dip into it so if you can't gather together some like group of 
you know, 12, <laughs> six, <laughs> six people to make it happen. Yeah. Have, have you ever thought to, and some of this, by the way, I should mention some of it, like you pay for like better DMs who kind of know what they're doing. You can pay up front. I, I honestly kind of like that as far as like pay. Okay. I'm going to, for a three hour experience, I'll pay some degree of money to know that hopefully I'm getting like a good experience. Have you, have you ever thought about dipping into like a gaming thing like this, just so you could give it a shot? Uh, yeah, I'm interested in just having it kind of help you through, right? So if it was something that kind of set things up and kept track of things and I can get a feel for it, great. And even having that layer of you could pay for a DM just to kind of, again, experience it. Again, I've watched YouTube videos, blah, 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 but it's not the same as when you're kind of in it, making those those decisions and kind of feeding off what the DM is trying to do. So mm. those are interesting things that I'll take a look at. I try to, there's, again, very overwhelming. There's lots of like tools and stuff to <laughs> look at, but this Roll20 kind of seems like a, a good starting point, at least just to look. And again, any listeners that have other resources, let us know or let me know on our Twitter and I can, <laughs> I can look into it because it's right now we're just going in blind. It's just one of those things that we'll figure out mm-hmm. and hopefully we play correctly. I don't know. There's no one there really like checking up on you. So <laughs> we'll so see. You need a resident uh, D&D head just to like, <laughs> well, right. actually, no, you need to write. <laughs> That's a D4, you fool. Like You're, just like, <laughs> <laughs> you're diseased. You can't move that amount. God. You have to fail. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's, a, it's a saving throw. God, how many times do we have to go through this? <laughs> oh, that is uh, just phenomenal. So, this type of game, hey, gaming dads, if you have any experience with this, if you have some resources for Jeff on how to get him and his kids started, if you want to play with us sometimes, yeah. we're always open to hop into a game, reach out to us at newdadgaming.com. Now, a perfect place for this type of gaming to take place is when you were young and you had the overnight sleepovers. So the, the pizza is hot, the Coke is cold, or the Mountain Dew is cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's 12 p.m. or 12 in the morning and your parents think you're asleep and you're just rolling dice or playing games it sounds like you're i don't know if that was your kid's experience but they did at least have a sleepover slash land party which i love saying those words because that's not yeah. something we get to say very often what uh, what happened we had a uh, coming of age moment yeah it, one of his friends g- got back and said hey i want to celebrate your birthday uh they missed out they're on vacation so how about you come over bring your laptop i have a couple other friends coming they're bringing their laptops and we'll have a sleepover land party. And I don't know if they said land party. That's probably like an old word where we have to like hook up all the computers together. But everyone brought their computers. They stayed up playing. <laughs> okay. So my this is my 13-year-old, right? So they mm-hmm. all played Phasmophobia. Oh, boy. Okay. Which to me, 13, yeah, you're probably testing the limits. I think I was into Quake 2 and like other yeah, spooky stuff. It, it's That one's fine. Like if, if, yeah. it, if you said GTA five or six yeah, like no. maybe that's more just like all right well you guys might not sleep but yeah and well on that note they did not they <laughs> stay up they stayed up until they stayed up until 4 a.m 4 a.m these 13 year olds playing phasmophobia i think age of empires too nice uh minecraft and some roblox were thrown in there but phasmophobia they were all playing on a team and they were ghost hunting or you know whatever getting in the house and out whatever but until 4 a.m because i have so 
I'm checking up, but not checking up. But I have like the family safety app that mm-hmm. Microsoft puts out, and I can see how much time he puts into it. And I'm like, okay, he <laughs> at 4 a.m. he he got off it, and then they woke up again at 6:30 a.m. Oh, so they had a power yeah. nap, and they played more until I went to pick them up, where they were sound asleep again. Fuck. So. <laughs> Two two hours of sleep. Wow, that is classic. That is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. so it's like a true sleepover gaming party because yep. I remember doing those things. And as long as you're not inflicting your crabbiness on the family when you get back home, you just like take it as is. The next day they slept in quite a bit, I think is <laughs> until like noon. So yeah, it was one of those good, I don't know, it was a good gaming dad win. It was one of those like, again, like you said, coming of age where, you know, go over with the chips, the pop, the laptops, and you just stay up all night and game with your friends, which to me sounds amazing. Like, again, we talk about <laughs> how we're older and we're like, we don't have time for that. But those are the days that I remember of like, that was awesome. That was gaming. I remember staying up all night playing Goldeneye, just split screens forever. So that's the best. That that is a huge gaming dad win. I think that's to to relive that particular moment. And it's again like on paper from everything we're trying to do right now as parents. It's like okay, limit sugar, gone. Okay, get good rest, gone. Limit screen time, gone, gone. (laughs) Like it's just out the window. Yeah, but in the most perfect fashion possible. It's just like on these kind of rare occasions get together with some buddies it's greasy it's grimy you wake up feeling terrible but you just if you think about the the excitement you and i have had reflecting upon when we did that exact same thing and the the core memory that you've just been planted for your kid is like chef kiss that is so amazing yeah it did make their little sibling jealous oh (laughs) so my 10 my 10 my 10 year old (laughs) was like asking questions trying to be like kind and stuff but the 13 year old was like you're the best ever we did this we stayed up so late and of course you could just see the 10 year old's eyes just like oh i want i I want this too (laughs) but yeah no again core memory for sure i hope that it you know they do it again sometime but it you know school's coming up too this is very much a summer thing that was easy to easy enough to coordinate but yeah man like it's just one of those good gaming moments i love it so happy Okay, we're going to wrap up this show. We're going to do two things. We're going to do a bad game, and we're going to do a good game. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> so one, one is a game to watch out for, and then we'll end on the positive note, one to check out. So the bad game, Bloom's TD6. We don't, oh we don't like to disparage games very often, but uh, this one apparently is a keep on your radar to try to keep out of your household. Yeah, my kids got me into this or you know, coordinated me to get this free off Epic Games store to play with them. And oh my god, it's a tower defense game, but like to the chaotic degree where they have memorized all the stats of all these monkeys that they're trying to pop balloons as they go through these different maps. And oh my god, they want to play <laughs> multiplayer with you. And it's just like, I you can't, it's, it's just chaos on screen and it gets worse and worse as every round goes by and you have to gain and grind levels to be able to get certain things. And it's just it's it's not worth <laughs> it's not worth it in my mind but they love it and they can play it without me i don't no. i don't want to spend my gaming time to do this we're watching somebody play it and it just seems fast forwarded like the, but i don't think but it's not like this is just the you nonsense can fast speed for- it plays you can fast forward once you have your towers in place because you need the cash from each balloon popped 
to buy the next monkey tower or whatever. So then you just fast forward the next thing until, again, it's just like one of those, it's not a clicker hero game, but it's, I find it mind numbing. <laughs> and some people might like it. I know a lot of YouTubers play it. So it's just one of those things that like, yeah, just keep an eye out for it. Understand what it is when it comes into your household. I think it'll be short lived, to be honest. It's very thin and shallow in my mind. Yeah. Feels like there's better games for it, but I think so. But I mean, as in like better examples in the genre that have a bit more depth and interest. This seems a bit yeah. I, 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 again, I don't like. We never like to disparage any no. game necessarily, but just if if you have a choice as a gaming dad for what they're going to be into, maybe try to avoid this one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I, I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum, but this is one that just. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my lord! Yeah, can you? Your kids groan when you say that nonsense. Oh, they do. They yeah, do. they better. <laughs> you have to have your own dad phrases. How are you going to install this trauma into them oh. when they were like later on? They're like, oh my god, I'm turning into dad. Mine, okay, mine is uh, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So see, so they do something. Man, what are they even? It's like they're jumping around and then they'll like, uh, you know, they're jumping on a balloon and then the balloon pops. Right. Like, oh no, my. It's like yeah. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. What did you think would happen? And now, now they don't like. It. So the, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Now the, the good game. So this is the game I'm going to recommend. So this is Punch a Bunch. Punch a Bunch. As mentioned on the show a number of times, like I adore boxing games. One of my favorite genres. There has not been a good boxing game in ages. There's a couple coming up actually. There's a, a few that are, I think, even like early stage Steam release. Okay. So and they look kind of promising, but they're kind of like so far middling reviews. This one is uh, one developer. He put his whole development timeline like on like it's very open development, you know. So he's like working with the community, everything else. Uh, a lot of the clips you'll see, it's sort of um, Mike Tyson's boxing or Punch Out, as far as like over the top silly boxing characters. Yeah. But that kind of actually um, ruins what not ruins. It misrepresents like what actually kind of happens because one of the fascinating things with this game is it's there are no attributes. There's no stats. Like you can't make your boxer more powerful. Oh, okay. Like, like you are who you are. And a lot of it is skill based where based on how you lean and then which button you press, you're going to do like a hook. And then if you like lean into it, like it's got more power. So there is a lot of nuance and skill to this game. So the dark souls of boxing. <laughs> it is the hardest boxing game to ever it's, come out. It's the clickbaity title we can put on this, right? Yeah. But between that, though, like the, the hits feel fantastic. Like the move when you do like a dodge and come back around with a counter feels fantastic. And yeah, there's some of the over top silly arcade stuff, but just the actual boxing itself, especially against a normal opponent is great. Nice. So it's got local co-op or like local multiplayer. So that's always fun. Like just a blast to like you know punch around with your kids on these type of games. So if you like me, I've been kind of waiting for a boxing game. This one fairly cheap. I think it's like twenty bucks. Good little thing to pick up. Just a single developer put it out there. So wet your appetite for a little while as we wait for the next big boxing title. Nice. Punch a bunch. Punch Check a bunch. Punch a bunch. <laughs> That's your yum. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, don't don't yuck my yum with your garbage <laughs> sentences, please. <laughs> Uh, with that everybody we will wrap it up thank you so much for listening so once again find us on twitter at new dad gaming because we will be launching this uh giveaway starting today uh we're going to run it right through until our 300 episode uh launches 
So find all the details on Twitter, how to enter, hoping for a whole bunch, uh, just like a, something fun to do for this momentous occasion. We are so grateful for being able to have recorded for this long and for all of your ears listening to the show. So check us out on Twitter at New Dad Gaming. For the show itself, if you did like what you listened to, find us on all the major podcasting networks where you can subscribe. You can find us on Spotify, Google Play, Apple iTunes, Caster, anywhere where you get your podcasting, just search for New Dad Gaming. If you did like the show, uh, what we'd really like, if you could please subscribe and also leave a review. A review really helps out the show, boosts the signal, lets everybody know, and tries tries to get our D&D group together yeah, formed. That's right. <laughs> so we could have a bunch of gaming dads who will understand and see where it goes. So, once again, thank you for listening. Until next week, my name is Trevor, and I have a 8-year-old and a 5-year-old. And I'm Jeff, rolled a d20, and I have a 13 and a 10-year-old. <laughs> Remember, everybody, just because you became a dad does not mean it's game.